Listen up, guys. Are you experiencing any of the following? Fatigue, less drive, poor performance? If so, you may be one of the nearly 30 million men in the U.S. today dealing with ED. But did you know you don't have to pay hundreds for a prescription anymore? And you don't have to deal with the hassle of seeing the doctor or the embarrassment of going to the pharmacy for a certain pill. Now, with one free call, you can find out how Herbal Virility Max can help you feel like a man again. For over a decade, Herbal Virility Max has helped guys just like you put a smile back on their face with improved performance and drive. Call today and ask about our buy one, get one free offer. 800-761-9334. That's 800-761-9334. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! Let's get it. Mike Sempervivi here with you for the next hour talking professional wrestling, which is something we do every single day here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. And whether you're listening in on TuneIn or iHeart, American Forces Radio, SportsByline.com, over their affiliates like the Mighty Year 1090 podcast, maybe it's a replay on SiriusXM, maybe you're video streaming on Twitch and YouTube. However you're joining me today, I'd just like to say thank you. Hopefully it's sunny outside. If it's not, I at least hope it's sunny inside your mind. And it's Monday here on this program, and you know what that means. Actually, I didn't know what that meant until a little bit before the show when I found out that Brian Alvarez is under the weather and he would not be joining me today for this program, which made me very happy that I watched AEW Rampage and Battle of the Belts instead of skipping it after having to deal with all of the Vince McMahon stuff that is taking place on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And I'll get you all caught up to date on that, but... The Big Boss Man will be back for subscribers over at WrestlingObserver.com. Later on tonight with Dave Meltzer, will they will review everything from Monday Night Raw. And if any more information comes out about Vince McMahon. And he'll also be back for the Filthy Show, I believe, as well, too. For all of you who are top-tier subscribers on Twitch and YouTube, uh, I believe he is going to be back for that if his voice can hold out here a little bit. So... Hopefully I'll be getting some updates from the boss man as this show goes on, but there is a lot to get into, and obviously the, the big story are still the reverberations from Vince McMahon inserting himself back into power at WWE. We speculated last week on what that could mean, why he is inserting himself back into power, why he is doing it right now, and then on... Saturday, we got a report from CNBC that WWE has taken on J.P. Morgan to possibly help with a sale of the company. So we'll get into all of that stuff when we get back from break. Wrestling Observer Live. At 
With Staples, you can count on every project being print perfect, guaranteed. I need presentations and brochures printed, and they have to be perfect. Your bounded presentations, brochures with the finest folds, and more will be done right every time. That's our print big promise. Now at Staples, get $10 off your document printing and marketing materials order of $50 or more, plus 20% back by a store bonus. Try Staples and see the difference. Ends to 11. Rewards members only. Bonus must be redeemed in store. See staples.com slash stores slash print big for details. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Get back to business and start the year strong with an HP printer from Staples. Like the HP LaserJet MFP M234SDWE printer. This compact multifunction printer features blazing fast print speeds. It's the fastest two-sided printer in its class. Plus, with the HP Smart App, you can print, scan, and copy from anywhere. And Staples has the best deals on a full range of HP printers. Right now, save up to $100 on the HP LaserJet. But hurry, this offer is good this week only. Offer good in-store and online. Ends 114. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Welcome back to the show. Mike Sempervivi here solo with you today on Wrestling Observer Live. Brian Alvarez a little bit under the weather, but as I mentioned, he will be back for subscribers of WrestlingObserver.com, which you could become a part of. Just go to WrestlingObserver.com and check out all the details there. He'll be back with Filthy for Filthy Thor Daily later on, and then post-Raw with Dave Meltzer for Wrestling Observer Radio. And, you know, we do this show here for an hour at a time, but if you want us 24-7, you can try to get at us on Twitter. I am at SemperVV. The timeline for this show is at WONF4W. The broadcaster is at Sports Byline USA. And if you love pro wrestling... At Mid Atlantic Pod, 
uh, patreon.com slash Podcast. if you want to sponsor all of my adventures. Plus, you see a lot of cool wrestling history stuff that I, I put up there. It's, uh, you, you can do that if you'd like, but... Uh, I don't make as much money as WWE, and I certainly wouldn't make as much money off of WWE if uh, I, I was there selling it, because they're probably going to make a lot of money. And Vince McMahon has returned to the company, and I, I guess we'll kind of reset things here a little bit um, since we talked to you last, and we last talked to you on Friday. And we had gotten news from WWE that Vince McMahon had indeed, much like the Wall Street Journal has been reporting, inserted himself back into WWE. He was looking for a way back in. He was not wanted back in in any particular role. And he went through the means to force himself back in as the executive chairman of the company, uh, still with Nick Khan and Stephanie McMahon as co-CEOs and he did that by putting himself onto the board, by getting rid of three people without cause and inserting himself and former WWE co-presidents Michelle Wilson and George Barrios onto the board. And why was all this happening? What is it about right now that makes Vince McMahon want to insert himself into a position where he cannot be ignored? And... Much of the speculation has come from whether or not they're going to sell. And we know the media rights deals were coming up. We know that they expire in 2024. Much of the conversation about those deals is, was going to be taking place in the second half of this year. Him wanting a role in those negotiations makes sense, but he didn't exactly have to make the power move, the type of power move that he did right now to go ahead and do that. He feels as though seemingly that there is a a, a rush to do this. He's got to go ahead and get this done, and, and now the question is why. Is it because WWE is considering a sale? Have they been considering a sale and trying to line things up? And he now wants to insert himself to make sure that he has the first crack to negotiate any deal, especially if he would like to buy the company and take it back private again so that people never have to report or, or possibly hear about any of his misgivings and misdoings that he uh, that has led to his ouster in the first place. You know, what does all of this mean? There's been CNBC's report on Saturday that J.P. Morgan has been brought in to advise WWE as the company looks to line up a sale. Uh, it's been said three months. What the article actually said was three to six months with, with a deal would likely occur in the next three to six months, uh, said the people who asked not to be named because the discussions are private. And Sherman added that not only, obviously, the J.P. Morgan and WWE declined to comment, but that they did mention a bunch of possible landing spots for WWE, possible buyers for WWE, and who could be interested. And that has opened up a can of worms for speculation and people wondering on, on who it could be. 
NBC Universal, obviously, the longtime relationship that Vince McMahon and Bonnie Hammer had with USA for years and years, and as she worked her way up inside NBC, the relationship continued to be strong, and you see, obviously, where the USA Network would be without WWE programming that gets talked about a lot on this show and on the website. They are very much in need of WWE programming. It would be a perfect setup for them. Xfinity, a massive media corporation. There's the Universal Studios things. There's lots of different reasons why it, it may be a good idea for them to be involved. And, of course, that's brought up a lot of other different names as well, too. Legacy uh Legacy Media being one of them, Endeavor being one of them, or sorry, Liberty Media being one of them. They're the ones who actually have a stake in SiriusXM. They have a big stake in Live Nation and running that. Obviously, WWE being a big event and touring brand would seemingly work really well with them. There's been obviously the Endeavor deal, which, hey, look, the Endeavor deal with the UFC was very beneficial for those who sold, and it's been very beneficial for Dana White because he retained a position in the company. He's actually still there because they want him to be there, and we just had the situation with him slapping his wife, appearing on TMZ, and him appearing on TMZ, talking about that, and the slap fight deal that's going to be coming up, and and for the most part, nothing's really been said about Dana White by anybody at Endeavor, seemingly. So, you know, you look at what has happened with Vince, you know, if they're not saying anything about Dana, would they look the other way? You know, bringing Vince in if they decide to buy the company and they want Vince on board. But that's what a lot of this comes down to is, is Vince positioning himself to either buy the company or make sure that when the company is sold that he has a vested interest in what comes next as being there to run the company or have some sort of hands-on dealings with the company, which, as we mentioned last week, it's been only six months, and Vince McMahon could not stay away for long enough. And as we also mentioned last week, there are still things floating out there about Vince, which is why the board didn't want him back in the first place. They unanimously voted they didn't want Vince back. One of the reasons why is there are still SEC investigations going on. There are still government investigations going on into the nondisclosure agreements and into this misuse of company funds. All that stuff is still taking place, and there still may be other things out there. Remember, it wasn't until the initial reporting on this stuff came out in, I'd have to go back and look, but I believe it was April. It wasn't until August when we heard about the deal with the Trump Foundation and, and the misgivings about that money. We found out about the other spa case, not the one in Florida, but the one in California that we talked about, where the guy came at Vince with a bat. We We found out that because... Uh, in California, in New York, they put a moratorium in. Uh, and so if you were sexually assaulted or claimed sexual assault, you have uh, up to a year uh, to put a civil case on that person. So with Rita Chatterton and with this woman in California, we found out about that because of the reporting. So how much more is actually out there? How much more is there that is really damaging to Vince McMahon? Because... In any sale, I can't believe it's just going to be this type of echo chamber, you know, the wrestling media echo chamber that is talking about the fact that Vince 
coerced somebody into oral sex, an employee, a female on the roster, and then when she refused his advances, demoted her and then ultimately did not renew her. You know, there is the case what this whole thing was built around about the paralegal, the email of the friend about the paralegal that the Wall Street Journal, you know, saw and found out about, you know, that email talks about the fact that, remember, the quote of she was passed around like a toy, you know, to the to somebody else and the culture of the company, John Laurinaitis, head of talent relations, being involved in this, having this situation. And, you know, the Wall Street Journal described it in a podcast. I think it was Ted Mann, one of the journalists on the deal, who talked about it with the board looking at it as this was a relationship where somebody was victimized. She was in crisis kind of going into the job. She had all these personal issues. She had all these financial issues. And... You know, they basically, Vince McMahon, the head of the company, took advantage of this woman. And they're saying, after all the investigations, that the culture is now clear, everything is good. And now Vince is back. But there's a lot of other things we need to get into in the wrestling world, and I shall do that when we get back from break. Wrestling Observer Live. Hey, pack rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood, but did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. Call 800-569-7208. 800-569-7208. That's 800-569-7208. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295-800-965-1295-800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? 
That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Mike Sempervivi here with you, Wrestling Observer Live. Almost talked right into the show about what I was talking about during break, which was Atlanta Falcons football, the end of the season. Dom asked me about them. I'm feeling better about next season. I am. I am, but, you know, we're not here to talk about football. We're here to talk about professional wrestling and you know, if you like professional wrestling, you should make the wrestling news part of your day. All of the news that you need to know between 5 and 15 minutes every day, roundabout, always posted up by 9 a.m. Eastern time, every single day, free. Everything you need to know in the world of wrestling to get you up to date. Did you fall asleep during Raw? We got you covered. What were the headlines going on in Japan or elsewhere? We got you covered there, too. Here for your, your ride to work, your ride to school, your 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 coffee break. We're here to get you to your favorite podcast, like Wrestling Observer Radio, which Dave and Brian will be talking about raw tomorrow at length. They make a lot of money in WWE. and Oh, you know, before I get to the amount of money they're making in WWE off of uh, WrestleMania 39, I should note as well, too, since when we went off the air uh, last Friday, they were having the all-hands-on-deck team meeting uh, via Zoom for WWE with Stephanie McMahon, Frank Riddick, and Nick Khan talking to all of the talent and all of the employees on what was going on. And not a whole lot really came out of that. You know, obviously Vince is in charge and he's the boss and everything is going to go through him. That was reiterated. And they did talk about the possibilities of a sale, the possibilities of the, the media deals, the the privatization of the company, if it came down to that. And I know there are people that are thinking that that is very much going to be the case. That is exactly what Vince wants to do, is have people lined up. Barrios and Wilson actually started in January an investment company. They've done very little since starting that investment company as far as acquisitions go. But could they be in, in, in part of something? Could Vince, you know, want to buy the stock back, take it private? You know, what does then that mean for... SEC rules and all that sort of stuff. I have no idea. And we're just going to have to see how things play out. There has been a promise, as was promised, all of the talent that there is not going to be a shakeup in anything with the day to day operations of the company, anything that has to do with them, anything that has to do with the creative or what goes on screen. Remember the statement that Vince said he was very happy with everybody there and everything will run unencumbered uh, from now to eternity. Uh, Vince is only here to negotiate those other deals. But, you know, if the company does end up getting sold, which 
were to be under the belief that they're looking to do something like that, well, if that's the case, then what happens when it goes back under the control of Vince or when it goes back into the control of somebody else's hands? What does that mean for everybody else? What does it mean for Stephanie? What does it mean for Paul Levesque? Nick Khan, I think he's going to be okay. He'll make out in whatever deal that, that he helps to get made anyway, but... You know, I guess there are some questions over over some of that stuff moving forward here, but certainly looks like as of now that they are are, are at least serious on paper to possibly be lining up a sale because I don't know how much JP Morgan costs to keep on retainer, but it can't be cheap. So if this is work, you know, it's uh, uh Vince is really going all out for it, but he obviously is mowed down and everybody and everything that he needed to do to get back into a position where he can start swaggering about when it comes to some of these deals and, WrestleMania 39, one of those deals that was made a couple years ago when they decided to have the show at SoFi Stadium. And today they sent out a press release saying that it has already set the largest gate uh, in WrestleMania history. So the previous record was 17.3 million in 2016 for WrestleMania 32 at AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. Uh, the press release touted WWE setting gate records in 2022 for the Royal Rumble, Survivor Series, Extreme Rules, and Clash at the Castle. As of, which by the way, Clash at the Castle they hyped up was the highest grossing event in their history, which I don't know how that's possible with the Saudi shows, unless we're just not counting those Saudi shows. But uh, as of last week, WrestleTix is reporting that 49,584 tickets have been distributed for WrestleMania Night 1, with 3,164 available on resale. 50,000 tickets, uh, 50,114 tickets have been distributed for Night 2, with 3,246 available via resale. And according to Ian Carey's story on the front page of WrestlingObserver.com, currently on Ticketmaster, the cheapest ticket available, the get-in price, as it's listed there, for night one is $120 with seats in rows two and three still available for over $7,400. The cheapest ticket available for night two is $138, and the most expensive available is in row three for $7,400, probably the same seller. The cheapest ticket available for a two-night combo to the event is $261, and the most expensive is $7,345. So... There you go. If you're going to go to WrestleMania, you still want one of those prime seats. You're, you're really going to be paying for it uh, for for coming up here in Los Angeles. Uh, you know who also has been making money? Mandy Rose has been making money. And apparently she is going to address her WWE firing for the very first time. This is also on the front page of the Wrestling Observer webpage and posted by Joseph Courier. Rose, real name Amanda Sacamano. Sacamano? Yeah, I should be more sensitive to these names being a Semper Vivi. So Sacamano will, will appear as a guest on this Tuesday's edition of Tamron Hall, a syndicated talk show that airs on ABC stations. The description for the episode states that Rose will address, quote, her controversial firing from WWE in an exclusive interview with Hall. Then it gives the, uh, <laughs> I guess the tweet of Tamron show or from Tamron show where it says that Tamron has an exclusive interview with 
former WWE's Mandy Sacamano, all caps, addressing her controversial firing from WWE. Five-time Grammy and Emmy nominee, actress and comedian Margaret Cho stops by to chat about her new comedy tour, Live and Livid, plus an all-new Shop Tam Fam. So there you go. That's what's going to be on Tamron. And I like Tamron Hall, so I'm not going to make fun of the all-new Shop Tam Fam. Uh, Rose tweeted about the appearance. So excited for this. Everyone tune in to hear my story. The 32-year-old Rose was released from WWE on December 14th. Adult-themed photos and videos that Rose posted on her fan time subscription service led to her being released by WWE. She was released less than 24 hours after dropping the NXT Women's Championship to Roxanne Perez. That match was supposed to actually happen uh, when last Tuesday, right? Yeah, it was going to be last Tuesday, uh, but it ended up being moved up because uh, Rose was released. So actually, no, it was going to take place, I guess, on, was it New Year's Evil or on the, uh, I can't remember which show it was supposed to be, but in any event, obviously they had to push it up, and obviously Roxanne Perez won the title, and then they're they're going to have a big old battle royal to decide who her next uh, contender is, so... Earlier this month, Fantime congratulated Rose on making $1 million on the service during the month of December. So there you go. Mandy Rose on Tamron Hall uh, talking about her situation. We'll see how incendiary it is, uh, if it is at all, or if it's just relatively soft. And her talking about the fact that she's happy doing what she's doing and making buku money on her fan time account. Uh, WWE Raw is tonight live on the USA Network from the Legacy Arena at the Birmingham Jefferson Convention Complex in Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, Not much has been announced for the show, I guess, quickly here. Everybody, just plug your ears if you don't want to hear a little bit of a spoiler from tonight that came uh, from Fightful. So are you ready? Okay. Hold your ears if you don't want to hear this. Bo Dallas is backstage at the event. Okay, I don't know if uh, if you had cheated, but you should know now to, to pull your fingers out of your ears. In fact, you should, probably shouldn't ever put them in, your fingers in your ears. Didn't you ever listen to your, uh, to your mom? Don't put anything, you know, uh, smaller than your elbow in your ear, you know? You ever see a kid who actually puts... I think my sister did that. She put, like, a bean or something like that in her ear at a rush her to the, to the hospital. Which, you know, if you knew my sister, she deserved it. But uh, in any event, uh, so there, there's that spoiler that I just mentioned. But for the rest of the show, quote, in the wake of a shock, shocking and brutal attack on the Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss will her- explain her brutal actions from this past week on the Red Brand. That is a direct quote from the uh, Raw preview. I don't care. I don't want to hear from her. I don't care about any of this. I hate it. I, I want it to stop and go away now. Maybe, maybe when the entire Howdy family gets out there, you know, maybe it'll be something. But I am already not liking this return to the old Alexa Bliss. I just yee, in this feud with Bianca Belair. I'm sure Bianca wants her matches with uh, with Alexa Bliss to be over with. I mean, that seemed to be rather apparent last week. But, no, the feud must continue, and it, it must get spookier. Also for tonight, the only other thing announced is find out what's next for Austin Theory after defeating Seth freaking Rollins in a controversial victory last week. See what awaits the reigning United States champion in 2023. So, 
Yay, there's that. According to Russell Tix, uh, 7,088 tickets distributed, only 316 available for the show. Uh, much smaller setup than the last time they were in the building. Last time they were there was in March of last year for SmackDown, where they actually got 9,118 people into the building. So there is that. A couple more things to talk about, including... AEW, Rampage, and Battle of the Belts. Two really good shows from Friday night, plus some news from Japan and a little bit more. Wrestling Observer Live. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Clap, clap, clap. Clap, clap, clap. 
You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Mike Sempervivi here with you, Wrestling Observer Live. Hopefully you big boss man Brian Alvarez will be back with me tomorrow. A little bit of under the weather today, but uh, maybe because he was all tired out from the trips he had to go on where a bunch of kids got sick. There was all the stress taking place of all that. He had the holidays and then... He actually left the house for something that didn't have to do with his family, and he goes uh, to Dynamite last Wednesday in Seattle, and uh, it was just too much for the old man uh, to deal with, I guess. And he just the life got to him, uh, Mother Nature got to him, his, uh, his <laughs> everything got to him, and boss man out today. He'll be back, as I mentioned, uh, t- tonight. But Jim Valley ended up going on Friday to the Rampage and Battle of the Belt show in an old Don Owen stomping ground of Portland, Oregon, the Veterans Memorial Coliseum. About 4,500 people is what they ended up drawing for that show, but it certainly sounded like a hell of a lot more of the energy they got after not running the Pacific Northwest and the West Coast. Those fans were jacked up, and they helped to make both shows very, very good. Uh, John Moxley and Brian Danielson opened up Rampage against Top Flight, defeating them. Match went about 15 minutes. Chris Jericho on commentary did make a really good point that I I didn't think about in the moment, but if Brian Danielson lost that match that he was wrestling in against Top Flight, would he be out of the running for a match against MJF? And the answer was no, it was singles matches only, which is fine with me. There's always something with records in that company. It's like, everybody's record, because remember Brian saying this, uh, I think when it had to do with Tony Nese and talking about the Danielson situation with MJF was there was a way that MJF could say, hey, look, you got to win, and you you took a loss to Tony Nese, and you got to build yourself back up because everything starts zero and zero, except if you're Hook or Jade. <laughs> then you're, you're, it doesn't matter how you win, you're going to get a win, and they're going to remember it every single week, and they're going to put it up on a big board uh, after your match is over and you walk back up to the uh, the back again. So long story short, this was a really good match, and no surprise with who was in it. Once Top Flight just gets more seasoning, just the better they're going to be if they can slow down a little bit. You know, I'm not asking them to... To, to move like cement, but, you know, again, when they understand the game a little bit more, they seem to have everything, except for the promos, you know, and those are going to, those may never come along, but when you got a team that can move like that, they can tell a story in the ring in the way that they do, and they can do the athletic moves in the way that they do, you know, when they can bring up all the other parts of their game, they are going to be excellent for a long, long time, and Danielson at the end stomped the hell out of Darius and put on the regal stretch, even though it was superfluous, just so Aubrey Edwards can call the match off. And there was Darius unconscious, just just laying there. So, again, are the Blackpool Combat Club heels? No, but they do not care about anybody. You saw that with Claudio and the way that he laid out Tom Flight last week. You just see how Moxley acts all the time anyway, so... There's still a a story to be told about them and their kind of space in AEW, not only between themselves, but also how they collide in with with some of the other units. A video of Hangman Page 
saying he was cleared was aired and that he'd be at the forum this Wednesday in Los Angeles to face off against John Moxley. Thought it was a solid promo there. Then Jamie Hayter and Dr. Britt Baker defeated the Renegade Twins and the Pillar and the Killer got the victory when Hayter wiped out one of the Twins with a sliding lariat and Baker followed that up with a curb stomp for the pin. Then we got a House of Black promo, which I guess it was a promo. I mean, it was more of like a movie-styled vignette, but I guess we'll we'll go with promo. You know, there was the Black House of Black was all standing there, and Aleister Black was right in the middle, and he was cutting a promo. And when it was time for Brody King to speak, you know, his feature kind of came up, and then. Look, you just have to see it, uh, and I'm sure it's up on AEW's Twitter or somebody's social media or something like that for you to see. But it was uh, it was quite artistic, and I thought you know, it was good, you know, as far as visually goes. As far as the promo itself, Aleister Black mentioned that there's a hidden history between he and Eddie Kingston, and he says he misses the sadistic version of Eddie, and he loved that guy. And Brody King said that a year ago that they were going to make Eddie Kingston eyes black as if they were like a shark smelling blood, and he would just be the uncontrollable beast that he, they, they want him to be. But now they're going to make him hear it. At least that's what Brody King said. And at the end... Uh, they, they said they were going to help him, so we'll see. <laughs> you know, again, the the promo and the vignette's okay. We'll, we, again, we'll get a response from Eddie Kingston a little bit later on, but it was, uh, again, very artistic, but kind of like Miro at some point. I'd, I'd like to see, like, these guys on TV, like, in wrestling, the wrestling part of the storyline, like telling the story with the wrestling and being there on TV, but it's a story for Wednesday. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Pero Pelagroso Preston Vance, that's his new name. Pelo Pelagroso, Pero Pelagroso Preston Vance. They announced him that way. He defeated Sonico, uh, who was noted as 11 year veteran, mostly in the Pacific Northwest. This was Vance's first match as a member of LFI. He won in like 40 seconds with a discus lariat and then ripped Sonico's mask off afterwards. There was a, a good looking spot afterwards where he had ripped Sonico's mask, and Sonico's standing there with his hands on his face in the ring. And obviously, if you're a luchador, the the thing you don't want is to be you know, have your identity revealed to everyone. So you got to have the hands over your face. And if nobody's gotten you a towel, you need to use both hands. And Preston Vance took advantage of that by grabbing his legs and then dragging him out, and then he just fell like a big sack on the uh, on the floor after he pulled him off the apron. But I thought that looked good as far as looking the part. Preston Vance absolutely looks the part. They're going to do a lot for him if his matches stay like this, stay 40 seconds long where he's essentially hitting three moves and wiping the guy out and winning. You know, I think that's probably the best case scenario if you really want to build this guy up with, you know, any any substance at all here and make sure that he's doing it on Dynamite and SmackDown. He's not doing it on Dark. He's not doing it on Elevation. He's actually doing it on TV. So we can actually see this guy try to rise up here through the ranks. We then got a video of the Kingdom confronting Darby Allen backstage during an interview after his title win on Wednesday. Mike Bennett challenged him for the TNT title for tonight's show or for Friday's show, and Darby accepted that challenge. And 
they had a really, really good match, which should not come as a surprise. I know there are a lot of people that they put Mike Bennett in the Jay Lethal or Jeff Jarrett category of wrestler, and I guess if that's the category of wrestler that I, I like a lot more than others, then that's, that's a category I'm for. Mike Bennett, I think, is really solid. I think he's really good. I guess the deal with him and Taven and Maria is they are holding off for ROH since they really have not gotten them involved in anything in AEW that has not resulted in them just being beat for another reason. So maybe it's because they're holding off on them for that, but I think they can be very useful as a team, as a unit. And I thought this was a great example as to why, uh, you know, it was a little bit of a, it wasn't a different Darby Allen match, but he dialed back some of the insane things that he would do. Certainly wasn't like the Samoa Joe matches, the last two Samoa Joe matches that he had, but really, really good. There was a, a missile drop kick from Darby that this is one of those things that like, I, it's, I'm not taking it or doing it. And so I guess it doesn't really bother me, but like it doesn't make any sense. And all it does is look like it hurts. And that was the missile dropkick from Darby down to the floor while Bennett was sitting in a chair uh, at ringside. And Darby, he, he hit him with the chair and obviously Bennett falls over, but man, he landed hard. But that's what Darby Allen does. He went for a coffin drop after that. Maria climbed up into the ring and covered Bennett up. That allowed for Matt Taven to kick Darby off the ropes. Bennett hit a pile driver for a two count. He then sat Allen up on the turnbuckles, went for another avalanche style pile driver, but then Allen countered it into a code red, what looked really, really good, then got the coffin drop for the pin and the win. And that's how Rampage went off the air. It was, again, a very tight, really, really good show. Then it was time for Battle at the Belts and the no-holds-barred-anything-goes match for the AEW Tag Team titles, the acclaimed against Jay, uh, Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett, rematch from Wednesday's Dynamite. And this was that was a really great match, I thought, a really well-constructed, a really smart, great match with two old pros with Jarrett and Lethal against the acclaimed on Wednesday. This wasn't as good, but it was fun as hell, too. It went about 11 minutes. Uh, Lethal took out the ref, which led to a bunch of interference and what would have been a pin for Bowens. Then Rockabilly ran in, uh, Billy Gunn, and hit Sotnam Singh with the guitar, but ultimately took the stroke. Sotnam then shook off the guitar and then double chokeslammed the acclaimed, and then uh, chokeslammed the replacement referee, Mike Posey. Jay Lethal had taken out the other ref a little bit earlier on. He rips the ref's shirts off, gives it to Sanjay, and then Aubrey Edwards comes running down, and it looks like Sanjay is going to make the pin, and Jarrett and Lethal are, are actually going to be the AEW Tag Team Champions. Aubrey pulls him out, breaks up the pin, breaks Sanjay's pencil, shoves him down, Mike drop on lethal. The acclaim get the victory. Everybody's happy. I thought both of these matches were really, really good. And two feathers in the cap of the, uh, the acclaim moving forward here during their title reign. Powerhouse Hobbs had another promo where he spoke about the book of Hobbs. It wasn't as, uh, it wasn't uh, as much dialogue as some of the other ones in the past. It was pretty much shortened to the point where Hobbs said everything that happened in this book of Hobbs is going to happen to you. So we've heard in the past couple of weeks about some of the tortures that he has had in his life growing up, some of the tortures in his family, and he's going to take out all of that on his uh, opponent's upcoming I'm all for it. I love Powerhouse Hobbs. I love the character. I like where they're going with this right now. And I think 
right now it seems to be he's a heel. I, I just don't think it's going to take too long. They're going to have to work at keeping him a heel because I have a feeling with, once he goes out there and starts kicking ass, it's going to be really hard for people not to cheer for him. Ortiz then questioned Eddie Kingston about why the House of Black didn't bring up his name during the promo. You figure he would be happy about that, but Kingston said, uh, you know what? We're go we're gonna go ahead and in Los Angeles next Friday, we're gonna find out what they're talking about. So it looks like they're going to have a tag match on Friday or at least some sort of confrontation. I'm sure on Wednesday they'll go ahead and hash all of that stuff out. TBS title, Jade Cargill defeated Sky Blue. Best match Jade Cargill's had for sure. You know, Sky Blue is very, very young and she's relatively inexperienced in the grand scheme of things, but she's got more experience than Cargill and Cargill and her worked very, very well together. Ultimately, Cargill got the victory when Blue flipped onto her shoulders, and then uh, Jade flipped her into the Jaded. And again, this is another one of those things you'd have to see to see how well it, it turned out to be. But they had right before that uh, a, a near fall where Jade actually had her up for the Jaded, but Sky Blue rolled out of it and, and actually got a near fall, which was which was great. So Stokely Hathaway then cut a promo about Jungle Hook, about their match coming up Wednesday against Big Bill uh, and Lee Moriarty. And then Orange Cassidy with Danhausen defeated Kip Sabian, who had Penelope Ford and the Bunny with him, and also the Butcher and the Blade came out at one point as well, too. Not much to really say about it. It was a really fun, really solid, good match. Probably the best thing that I've seen Sabian in since he's been there, but ultimately Orange Cassidy gets the victory and everybody gets to go home happy. I'll be going home happy as well, too, here in about three, four minutes or so, but short saving, we get back from break. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time 
time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812-800-215-6812-800-215-6812-800-215-6812. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing don't wait another day take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print you've already written a book so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to dorns publishing and get your free guide to publishing call right now 800-485-6003 800-485-6003 that's 800-485-6003 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Uh, Mike Sempervivi back here with you, Wrestling Observer Live. Put a bow on this thing here. This Monday, short notice Monday, coming off the bench, out of the co-host chair to fill in for Brian Alvarez. They did announce some things for this upcoming Wednesday's Dynamite. Uh, If you watched any of the AEW programming here on Friday, you would know that coming up at the Kia Forum in Los Angeles, John Moxley and Hangman Page, Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter against Soraya and Tony Storm. Yeah, and we'll still see about that. Harkaru Shida looking like the stupidest baby face in the world and Tony and Soraya looking like the biggest pricks in the world. Is it double switch time where Hikaru Shida, who's one of the AEW originals, is there with Britt and Jamie, and we just get Britt and Jamie cheered because people want to cheer Britt and Jamie? They'd love to see him feud, but they also don't want to see that team broken up. They probably are 50-50 on that if they're a big fan. Would they take in Hikaru Shida and face this team of outsiders, the Ruby Sohos, and all that sort of stuff? We'll see. Maybe that's the direction they're going to go in. I hope so, because otherwise, she'd have, boy, she looked like a schmuck. Uh, Brian Danielson, obviously, his march towards MJF begins. Konosuke Takeshita, not a bad match. Uh, a great, great match on paper and storyline for somebody to, to be a roadblock for Brian Danielson. Takeshita's that dude. Jungle Boy and Hook against Lee Moriarty and Big Bill, as I mentioned. Plus, match seven of the Trios title series, Escalera, Escalera de la Muerte. At no point have they actually mentioned it's a ladders match. They've just called it Escalera de la Muerte. Now I can't talk because I'm laughing. The Elite and the Death Triangle. Plus, we got a promo from the Jericho Appreciation Society who looked like they were dressed in all purple velvet jumpsuits and hats. Uh, in the photo that they used. Hopefully they, they take that look and they bring it back on Wednesday as well, too. But 
Tuesday is going to come before Wednesday, and I hope the big boss man, Brian Alvarez, will rejoin me for another episode of Wrestling Observer Live. Thank you, Dom. Thank you for whoever's producing the video, and we shall talk to you again after a while.